0: Welcome to The Hitch, the podcast about navigating life's challenges on the road.
1: Hi. Hello. It's us again. We're here. In the basement.
0: We're in the basement. Although, I should say in a couple weeks, we're going camping in Evangeline. I'm so excited. I booked the reservations just yesterday.
1: Yeah, our kid has a a three-day weekend, and uh, he has some kind of, Iffy classes in the afternoon, so, <laughs> so we're going to pull them out. out in the afternoon on a Thursday <laughs> yep. and uh, head up to the Madison, Wisconsin area
0: Yeah,
1: uh, for for the last ride, yeah. probably.
0: And then we're turning Evangeline into the Airstream dealer to get winterized and to also fix the hitch that has been... Literally
1: the hitch. Yeah, the, the, the actual hitch. hitch not the been show, broken. the hitch. Yes, no. Yeah.
0: Um, so anyway, that's exciting. So that's something that it's always like, I always, when I get sad about not being an Evangeline, I just plan the next thing and then I get excited again.
1: It's true. Okay. Well, so. did we get any questions, Janice?
0: We sure did, Dan. <laughs> I love it. I love this question and answer format. <laughs> you get I love. very excited when we get questions. I get very excited. You it's like, great. Collar. It's kind of like, wow. I mean, you've been doing another podcast for years yeah. now.
1: And have been in publishing and stuff. And right. Getting, so you're yeah.
0: used to hearing from people. Yeah. But I'm not, no. and it's really fun. It's I'm like, fun. oh my gosh, people are actually listening to yeah. this and writing in, taking yeah. the time to write in and share stories. I love it.
1: So please super good. keep doing it. This week we actually have two questions that are really sort of the same question. And so uh, we are going to answer both of them at one time, but also they are questions that are actually super involved. And so we're going to answer one part on this episode and then we're going to talk uh a, a different at a different part of the, the question uh next episode yeah i
0: think it's going to take two episodes yeah. at least to cover so let's start it let's do it okay Susie from detroit writes we are dreaming of the day our family can follow your example by getting a trailer and exploring the country yay i'm glad you get she didn't say the yay part i i added that <laughs> I'm glad you've given us the opportunity to ask questions. What type of vehicle do you use to tow Evangeline? Did you already have a vehicle with a high tow capacity when you decided to make the purchase? Did your vehicle choice influence your trailer choice or vice versa? Was it always going to be an Airstream that you chose? And did you look at other types of trailer? All good questions. Yeah. We have answers to all of these things. Um, And Miles from Denver asks, I'm wondering if on a future episode you'd be willing to talk about the pros and cons of your Ford Expedition, the Airstream, and any accessories or extras that you'd recommend. I'm seriously considering a new Ford and a trailer for the family due to your podcast. Yay! (laughs) And I've never had a trailer. Specific questions include the relative expense and what to consider when buying used. These are all great questions. I love it. Um, I think the, the easiest way to start because there's a lot to cover here is kind of how we got to our setup.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think this episode, we're going to talk about our setup in specific. And then next episode, we're going to talk about all the other things yeah. that we looked at and considered over the other years. Other options. Cause we have yeah. been
0: looking for years, yeah. like over over 10 years yeah and
1: and I think it's especially important and we'll get into some of the costs and things like that in this episode like to realize, like our way is not the only right way. No, and next, yeah. You know, and and next episode we'll talk about you know some of the stuff that we almost moved on, right? And, and yeah, that sort of very thing. close, almost um, put money
0: down. Yeah, there's pros and cons to every approach to th- this type of traveling, and sometimes even now, even though I love our setup and I I wouldn't change it, but I'll see a different style yeah. or a different type, and I'll be like, oh, I wonder what that could have been. You know, like cool. I like, yeah. oh yeah, you know. Um, so there's a million different ways to do this and we'll talk about our way this time. Absolutely. Okay. So we came, we did talk about the beginning of this at some point.
1: Only, only a little bit. Did we? Okay. So
0: maybe we didn't go into it. It's, it's kind of a wild story. Um, when I was diagnosed with breast cancer, which has been a year, um, almost to the day of this recording. Um, I, was obviously very depressed and upset and worried and freaked out. And I just, Dan was trying to keep my mind off of it because I had to wait. I had a biopsy on Thursday and I had to wait till Monday to get the results. Even though I kind of knew, I could tell. I could tell. Anyway, um, that time passed so slowly and was so terrible that Dan was trying to distract me. (laughs) And so one of the things that we always like to do, our whole family, is to go and look at trailers yeah. and to go look at RVs and, to, you know, because it's always been a dream of ours. And so we decided, I think you were just like, do you want to go look at trailers yeah. on the weekend? And we were like, OK. You yeah. know, yeah. I was like, OK. So I just there's two. And we love Airstreams. They're just beautiful. And so there are a couple Airstream dealers about an hour away from us. Yeah. And I looked at both of them online just to, just on off chance that there might be a used one. Because right. we sure can't afford a new one. Right.
1: They are very expensive. They are crazy expensive. And, and they crazy. are especially like insanely crazy and expensive. expensive compared to other trailers. Yeah. Like, And so that's... I mean... Like we... They are incredibly beautiful so beautiful incredibly beautiful far more beautiful than really any other trailer that's out there but you know and i
0: think far better built than yeah, most of them yeah. from what i can tell from my experience yeah.
1: but we but still insane we long ago were basically like yeah they're really nice but we're not getting we're never that. doing like, that yeah it's and, not going to happen we'll
0: never have that kind of money yeah and so next know?
1: episode we'll talk about some of the other things that we looked at yeah but a in, lot there are other good options yeah but specifically at this point like we were just it was sort of just a let's do something fun because everything sucks
0: everything is terrible and and i can't stand anything let's go look at pretty things let's get out of the house and out of our heads basically what what it was and why not look at the prettiest of pretty you know why not look at the airstreams it was just completely just to look at something pretty and not have to think about our lives yeah so i looked at both websites of these airstream dealers that are within reasonable driving distance and Uh, One of them actually had a used Airstream. You know, sometimes dealers get used Airstreams. Used Airstreams go fast. Like, real fast. Yeah. Like, people buy them immediately because the price comes way down, usually. Right. And this one, the one we ended up getting, is a 2012. Uh, And that's great, too, because I've also found, just from looking over the years, that you you can find lots of really old Airstreams. Like, super old, but they need a lot of work yeah and neither one of us are like fix it well let people. alone
1: we don't have a place that we could yeah be we don't renovating a trailer you know yeah
0: and we don't have like we don't know enough yeah i mean
1: i'm fairly handy and i like a good project that's true and if we had a barn or something (laughs) like i could see like being like yeah let's buy a you know trailer from 1978 and exactly gut it and rehab it but we don't
0: if you look uh online you can find plenty of really interesting stories of people who've gotten airstreams from the 50s and 60s and whenever and like completely restored them and they do things like have to rip up the floorboards yeah. and deal with mold and no yeah. that, that wasn't gonna happen with us so no. so i was ex- pretty excited yeah. um so i said you know let's go to this one in wisconsin because they actually have a used one yeah
1: well not only do they have a used one but it does seem like most of the used airstreams that you see are either like one year old which yeah. seems to be... And
0: they're basically the same price and as they're, the new yeah, ones. Yeah. So it's like, they why not buy it in
1: new? value, not at all. Yeah. Or they are like from the 80s or the 70s and they need a lot of work. Yeah. You know, you don't really see many that are like six years old like no, this one was. No, you don't. Um, and so the nice thing about one at that era is unless the people were really riding it hard, it's yeah. still in really good shape and doesn't need a lot of work done yeah. to it. And, and It still
0: has, like, you know, conven- modern conveniences and Yeah, and, and it's of an era,
1: Airstream, I think it was in the late 90s or early 2000s, they were like, you know what? Let's really embrace the fact that we're this, like, kind of mod yeah. looking thing. And let's actually update the way we're thinking about designing inside. So like six years ago, they're, they are really beautiful inside in addition to outside. Whereas like some of the ones from the eighties are yeah, pretty,
0: they're questionable. Uh, they don't look puffy couches. Yeah. And a lot shag of carpeting white, and stuff. puffy yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, but, uh, but so something that's six years old, it's it's still in really good shape mechanically, aesthetically, it's good. It doesn't but look that different than the new ones, it's, actually. It's old enough that the prices actually come down.
0: Well, in our case, it ours has a couple of decent sized dents on it that we didn't put that you know that were already yeah. there, and that actually worked in our favor. Yeah. So we were like, yes, yeah, that brought the price when way we down. We saw that we were, I was like, yes, yeah. and it brought the and it brought the price like down by half. Yeah, and and
1: we found out later from campsites with people that would come over and be like how did that happen you know they like other Airstream people they were like yeah a buddy of mine has a dent like that and the Airstream told them it would cost $12,000 to fix it because they have to like take all of the you know stainless off or whatever aluminum off or whatever the metal is right Um, and so it was a it was a decent price now
0: it's still really expensive. It still was a I know. lot of money. We still took out a loan yeah. for it. It's well, not like we had the money. Let's get to the point
1: where okay. we actually go to let's see. Let's back it. up. Yeah, so yeah.
0: We go, um, and we had been to this Airstream dealer before in Wisconsin, in southern Wisconsin, so about an hour and fifteen minutes away from where we live. Um, and it was just kind of it was the fall, so you know it's not a, as busy of a time as if you yeah. we went in the summer. There weren't a lot of people there, and they just had their models open. So we actually, I, you know, we drove right up to it, parked right next to it, walked in. There was no salesperson there. Uh, It was great because that's like best case scenario. You don't want somebody sweating you and you know pushing you into buying something, especially when you're just looking. And we should also mention that we'd spent enough time looking at airstreams and looking online and fantasizing about you know which layout would work best for our family. This one, I mean, it really did feel like it It fell yeah. into our laps because it was the exact size we wanted and the exact Late. model we yeah. wanted. Um, it's a 27-foot flying cloud, and that style works well with our family. You know, right. there's, like, fancier ones, and this one just was right for us. So we had always kind of wanted this exact trailer. Yeah. And the fact that it was there actually made it hard because we were like right. not not. I mean we were, we were like, not. Oh, wait <laughs> we knew yeah. that it wasn't going to stick around we knew that it's like if this is yeah. what we want to do
1: we really did not show up to buy a trailer no we didn't we showed up because our world was falling apart and we wanted we needed a, distraction. a distraction
0: we needed a distraction
1: <clears throat> and yeah. um but then we got to it and it was like oh wait this is in really good shape yeah This is, for an Airstream, a really good price. Really good deal, yeah. And it is gonna stay on this lot for like five more minutes. Yeah. Shit.
0: Right, so now we're in a position where we have to decide. I mean, one way or the other, obviously, but like, so eventually we were in there for a while and our kids were kind of running around and um, playing hide and seek and remember like, there aren't that many places to hide, but they had fun. And this older gentleman, George, who is wonderful, came into the Airstream and was just so like chill and kind and just sat down on on the bench Yeah, he like plopped down on the couch
1: and like (laughs) sighed and he was like, it's been a long day. And we were like, well, have a seat, man. (laughs) We got hung out. He
0: was the perfect salesperson to make this deal work because he wasn't pressuring us, he was honest and I actually believe him that he was like this isn't going to stick around yeah. so you need that to make a true. decision yeah it, it wasn't any kind of high pressure he was like it's going to sell no matter what so but you know I was scheduled to have surgery in less than a month yeah like we didn't know the extent of my cancer at no. that point. We had no idea. Like they don't tell you the staging yeah. or anything at that point. Yeah,
1: we didn't know. We knew you were having surgery. We knew nothing about what was going to come next. We, we didn't knew know nothing about the about
0: after that. if I was having chemo, yeah. radiation, whatever. We didn't they don't know those things until they really get in and see yeah. what's going on. And so we really had no idea. And I was very hesitant to buy it because I was like uh this just seems like a crazy time to yeah. do this. Really, like we don't know what's going. I didn't know. I mean, yeah. not to be grim, but I didn't know if I was going to live.
1: You know? I mean, no, we didn't. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know. No.
0: And the idea of we but buying- <laughs> yeah. well, we weren't
1: a hundred percent right. You don't know,
0: and it's terrible feeling. And I just kept thinking, like, if I, you know, this just could really, anyway. I don't even need to say it. Yeah. It was just a hard thing to think about, and so we were like but you, Dan, were actually very insistent on like, let's do this. You're gonna be fine. We're gonna get through this. We're gonna you know, let's just fucking do it, you know?
1: Well and, and I think it's also important to point out, like, we had money saved. We did have money and, saved. So and so we could and it wasn't put... necessarily money for a trailer. Right. But it was money that we had been that we had been sitting on for a while. It was actually from a refinance yeah. of our house. Uh, with the thought of like, well, this is a down payment if we need to move some, you know, like we, we had it as sort of a future focused fund. And so while we didn't have enough for the whole cost of the trailer, we knew we had enough to be able to put a down payment on that would make it so the monthly monthly payments would not be terrible. And the, the other thing is when you, if you finance a trailer and we financed it actually through our, our bank, it, is different than a car loan. Right. It's like a house loan, and yeah. so it's like a second mortgage. Yeah, so we're paying like our payment is over fifteen years instead of five, like right. a car loan. And so the the monthly amount was actually quite low, mm-hmm. even though it will be quite low for a very for long, a time. long time. Um, though we didn't know that at the time, so we actually I was like, I really think we should think about this seriously. And we leveled with George. Yeah, like we, we just were basically were like, like straight up here's honest. the deal."
0: We didn't actually come out and say, you have "I cancer. have cancer." We we were more like, "Uh, I have some. I'm having surgery, and we don't know yeah. what's going on with me." And you know, we were just kind of stumbling over yeah. the words because we were just and basically kind of in we this were haze.
1: like, "We think we want to do this, but we need. We can't do it today. Right? Like we need to talk to a, our bank, and we need to." make sure that we're maybe not making a very rash decision in a bad situation. Right? And it was a
0: Saturday, I remember. Yeah. So And so
1: he was like he was incredibly empathetic. He
0: was so kind. I yeah. mean the second I started talking about my surgery, his eyes were just so compassionate and then yeah. and then he like listened to the whole story. I mean I'll never forget it him and we still see him because we go to that dealership for maintenance and i always pop in and talk to him he's so wonderful if you need to buy airstream in wisconsin go go ask for george (laughs) um anyway he was so kind and then after he heard you know listen to me wait a moment then he told me this story about how when him and his wife got married like 50 years ago yeah and I think he said that yeah. it was like 50 years or something. He um she became ill and needed surgery and he, they within didn't within a few weeks, within a few weeks married, of being yeah. married. And like he was like, we were these newlyweds, these young people. We didn't know what was happening, you know, and then he was like, and 50 years later, we're still married. Yeah. And that just gave me so much hope. It I'm did. like choking up yeah. thinking about it because it. I needed to hear that. You yeah. know, when you are in that situation, you need to hear that people make it that there's hope and he gave me that hope and it was like more than i could have <laughs> expected yeah. from uh, a salesperson you know he was very kind so anyway that was great and he basically was like okay we can wait through the weekend yeah
1: like it's the end of the day yeah it's saturday nobody else, it was like the weather was turning too so it was like getting really cold yeah and I think it started to rain he was like nobody else is coming in yeah, it was uh, close to We're five, closed I think. tomorrow. Yeah. You know, so you've at least got till you Monday. know, Monday. And I think maybe we put like we, did 500, put, we, we put, gave them like a five hundred dollar yeah, check. Yeah, we to put hold down it, like five hundred dollars And they were it. willing to hold it through Monday or yeah. something. And it and, was like refundable, yeah. so it wasn't
0: a huge commitment. But Yeah, and that gave us enough time to go back to talk to our bank to and figure to, out finances and, and actually to do some soul searching and to do on whether we were searching. making the right decision. And it just all worked. I mean, yeah. that, I mean, as cheesy as that sounds, it all fell together at a time where we really needed it. We needed that hope. We needed that thought that we would in the future be traveling around in it. And, and also, when you're dealing with life and death, stuff like that, you're just like, you got to try to live, you know? Right. You got to try to live and, yeah. and you got to try to do the dreams, yep. you know, because yeah. you don't know if you are going to get yeah. to do them later. So we were just like, let's do this, and yep. and we did.
1: Yeah, and we did. However, and we didn't have a car that could tow that trailer, and we knew that at the time. We knew it. Um, and we made a deal with George. We're like, okay, yeah. we're gonna
0: buy this, we but had a, uh, we can't move it, and we and we also yeah. can't deal with it over the winter.
1: So we had a minivan, and yeah. one of the things that all cars have is a tow capacity. Yeah, and um. Part of the reason why if you're driving around on highways you see mostly pickup trucks pulling trailers is because uh they can pickup, they have very <laughs> the high tow capacities yeah. most normal cars or even minivans have really low tow capacities. or even
0: SUVs. yeah have or even pretty, yeah many pretty sort of like mid-range SUV, yeah. mid,
1: mid-level suvs have actually surprisingly low tow capacities and so um um and so we knew that we were buying a thing that we actually couldn't tow. Right. So one thing we did say to them was like, contingent on this purchase is that we need you to move this right. for the winter. Cause it was like October at right. this point. It was like, we knew we, and you were about to have surgery. We were yeah, not we were buying not a new do. car. We weren't, we weren't right going to move.
0: Well, and again, George was very kind and he said, no problem. And they, you know, they did move it to a storage facility in the town and everything worked out great. And they moved it for us. And, um, but after, I mean, we had been trying to figure out the towing thing for so long and our minivan, we had only had it for like a
1: year. No, I think we'd had it for like maybe two two years at that point. We bought it before the kid was bought it when I was pregnant. So and that kid was two. Yeah. So So we had had it it for for a couple of years
0: anyway. Um, and it, and it just wasn't enough. And everything I had researched was like, you need to have tow capacity above yeah. what the weight of your yeah. trailer is. And I highly recommend that. Yeah. And that and, trailer
1: was about 6,000 pounds. Yeah. So we were well under yeah. the tow capacity of our minivan was I like 3,500 3,
0: So we had, you know, looked in the past of all the little lightweight trailers and we'll get into this on the next yeah. episode of like what we had considered if we hadn't switched our cars. But then when we, found Evangeline and knew that we were gonna buy her. Yeah. We were like, all right, we're getting rid of the minivan. It's so interesting. Well, we
1: we weren't actually at the point of we're getting rid of this immediately. Right. It was at first we were like, well maybe we buy like a really old pickup, like a pickup and just yeah. use that for towing, which a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, because pickups kinda last forever. Well in, and they're you know. they're the best at towing. Yeah. And they're really good at towing and especially if you get an older one, like yeah. the prices are pretty decent. Um That's true. But then we realized like we're going to like the idea of this is that we're taking this out at least for whole summers, if not for even longer. And we're a family of four with a dog. We can't spend months in a pickup. So we knew at that point, okay, we're 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 going to have to get rid of this minivan. And thankfully, like we actually could trade it in and we got a really good trade in price. And. Um, but then it was like, what SUV do we look at? Mm-hmm. Well, the, what dictated it was the weight of the trailer. Yeah. So and for us, it, were...
0: it actually kind of made it easy because yeah. we knew the weight of the trailer. We had the trailer first. Yeah. And then you know, okay, well, I have to go above this. And so we really wanted something with at least 8,000 pounds yeah. of tow capacity. Yeah.
1: Because the, the trailer was 6,000, plus you've got plus the weight of people stuff, and the stuff the hitch, that you're putting you know, in. Everything yeah, you're talking up. about, um, you know, you're talking about, Okay, eight thousand is really your like you must be this tall to ride level. To do it well. You certainly can go online and see people being like, Oh, I tow right at the thing, but
0: Yeah, I remember seeing somebody online, because when we still had our minivan, I was like, Can a minivan do it? Oh my
1: god, there's a whole website devoted
0: this person yeah. that had like a 33 yeah. foot, you know, Airstream from like the eighties that they were towing with a minivan, yeah, with an with Odyssey, a Honda Odyssey, which the is what we had. we had, I don't know how slow they must've been going, yeah. but crazy slow. I think he
1: said they go about 45 miles an hour. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's but, no way. And
0: so yeah. anyway, to each their own, yeah. but like we, I wanted to have the power, you know, Yeah, I didn't want to feel like. And
1: either. so, but the thing is at 8,000 pounds plus, Suddenly, the and not a pickup truck, right? The choices were very, very limited. There's only a few, there's like two or three SUVs that have a towing capacity above 6,000. Well, and that
0: are in a sort of reasonable price range because, like. We could have gotten the Escalade That's or something. That's true. I think the Escalade. <laughs> I think did the Escalade have, can yeah. do. could have but been rolling no, in the Escalade, yeah. which yeah. would have been awesome. Um, but uh, we couldn't afford it. No, so. and we
1: knew we were buying used. Yeah. And so sort of like there were a bunch of decisions that were made simply by the the weight of the trailer right. and our want to and, be uh, the well above. Of money yeah, and the amount wanted, of money that we, we had. could spend. Yeah. Um, and I think it really boiled down to like a. I think it was the Nissan Armada mm-hmm. was like eighty five hundred, which was probably would have worked, but they were like used, they were a lot. Or the Ford Expedition, which mm-hmm. with a, with the tow package actually has a towing capacity of ten thousand pounds, which was awesome. Yeah. And there are a hilarious number of used expeditions that are only used only two years old mm-hmm. and all have like 38
0: they're all under 40,000 miles they're all
1: under 40,000 miles but over 36,000 miles which Mm -hmm. is the warranty um because they're limos. Right. right. They're black cars and limos. Like the Ford Expedition, all all the used ones you can buy are black. You yep. know, all of them have tinted windows. Mm-hmm. You know, they are all like mostly the Secret they Service have... car. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And mostly they have deluxe features too yeah. because they've been used yeah. in this like livery yeah. way. And I had no idea. I honestly had no idea. It but, was so surprising. But it was one of those things like once you know that, you're yeah. like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So... This is good news for those of you who want to find a good tow vehicle is that you can get a good deal on these cars. And they're only a couple years old. Like ours is 2016. Yeah. Is it 2016? Yeah. Yeah. 2016. And it's awesome. Like we have not we have had zero problems with it. Now, granted, we haven't owned it for that long. We've owned it for a year. Yeah. But we got a really good deal on it. It is a deluxe car. I mean, it has fancier stuff than our minivan. Yeah, did. it is a hilarious. It's great. Car. I know you do kind of feel like you're a hired driver. In yeah. fact, our car has like stickers in it that it's yeah, like, like there's a fine for smoking. Fine, yeah. You know, so obviously this is. This was a car for hire.
1: You get to make a lot of hilarious jokes whenever, like, you come to pick me up from somewhere. Because we only have one car. I'll be like, oh, my Uber's here. Yeah, You know, exactly. because it's totally just like the black car car. Yeah. Um, but. uh, But it's
0: been a great car. It has plenty of room for the kids, the dog. Yeah. And, and also there's storage in the car then as right. well. And that's an easier tow to have it in the back of your car than in your trailer. Right. Um, we did a pretty good job this summer of keeping things relatively light compared to how, I mean, like we still had space that we could have filled up, but that car was great for that. Like you can still fit a cooler and a bunch of other stuff in the back of the car. It's been a great car for us. I would say, you know, the pros well outweigh the cons. The cons are that it's like a huge gas guzzler. Of course, any tow vehicle is going to be, we're just not. Although uh,
1: oddly odd thing, a thing that I ended up shocked at. It's a gas guzzler like driving around our town,
0: neighborhood, you yeah. know?
1: And then you attach a 6,000 pound trailer to it. And I was expecting it to get like, like zero. A ga- mile yeah. to the gallon. And th- it barely went down yeah. in the gas consumption. Like I think it was maybe like a reduction of one mile to yeah, the gallon. Yeah, it wasn't that was shocking. And I think it's just because all of your gas is going into the power of the of the engine right and the engine was not working hard to pull that thing. i mean we didn't go up any mountains yeah um but but uh, it
0: really wasn't a strain on the engine and that's why i think and this is what i read when i researched you know before we bought anything that you know get the most tow capacity you can get because you will never regret it there's no it's great to have extra power it yeah. is so good to feel like you have what you need to like handle whatever right. and i've never we've never had a car with anything Any close yeah. to this kind of power and it's great it's yeah. just really yeah really good I yeah mean, i
1: mean we've we we used to you know drive little four-cylinder cars through the Rocky Mountains and it was like, you'd be flooring it and slowing down as you were heading up a pass, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is very fun to have a car with real it's power. It's great, and it, it
0: drives so well.
1: And it gives a real level of kind of security knowing that you're pulling something really hard, but, um, or really heavy, I mean. But the car but can totally handle it. Can it can totally handle it. Yeah. And stopping was a dream. Stopping was fine. Um,
0: Towing was, to- I mean, we had never towed before, yeah. as you know. Um. And I've always heard that airstreams are easy to tow, and I think that that's probably true. We have nothing um, to compare it but to. But we have nothing to yeah. compare it to. So if you guys have, uh, if anybody out yeah. there has towed other, you know, trailers and stuff that you have opinions about, let us know, because we don't know. Everyone, yeah. we, we run into people in campsites that were like, oh, I've heard these are great to tow. And we'd be like, sure. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. We're still alive. Yeah. We have guess so. We haven't heard anyone yet, so... Um, but the car is great i would say yeah the only cons are that we only have this one car so it's right. also our car that we use when we're not traveling and we're going to the grocery store and whatever it's not a great car for like just bombing around right. town it's a lot of gas In a perfect
1: world if we had infinite amounts of money we'd get a very small a car, car yeah. that's good on gas or is electric you know right. for when we're actually home but we didn't have that option. No, you know, um, and this was the best decision to make at the time. Yeah, um, and
0: I actually love driving it around town. It's yeah. not economical, oh, you're totally a trucker, but I so love you, it. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> "I'm
1: home." When it's... you got got behind the wheel, I of love that it. Thing. So,
0: um, I mean, I definitely recommend it. Never having had another powerful car, right? You know, there may be other ones out there, but the other thing that's really great is that there are good price prices on yeah. these cars. So, look for used ones.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's our setup yeah and like we said at the start the way i mean and you heard the story the way we ended up with this is probably not the way (laughs) any of you are ending up i hope not because i I don't want any of you to get
0: cancer so Um, hopefully that does not happen
1: and there is no right way to do this you know Um, there are, and we almost moved a number of times on much lighter trailers than the one we have so that we wouldn't have to get a new vehicle um, and all of that. And next episode, we will talk uh, about the other half of the questions that these folks were asking, which is like, what do you look for what else is out there right. you know and and what else have we considered um because we've looked around a long time we have
0: and we have seriously considered a few models that i think yeah. are great i mean i've seen i've seen a number of them when we were traveling around the summer and i've even thought like oh yeah we would have been happy yeah. with that yeah um and the different classes of the different right. vehicles and stuff there's a lot of pros and cons to yeah. each
1: choice so, um, we so we'll get, go into that we will get next super time super rv nerdy next time. yeah i love it And if you have additional questions along those lines, get them into us now so we can be sure to get those answered in next episode. Yeah. Um, And we will tell you how to get in touch with us after the road noise that's about to play now.
0: We'll be back next week with more road-tested advice for your own adventures. Let us answer your questions by emailing evangeline at the hitchpodcast.com or by DM on Instagram, at Tin Evangeline. Please subscribe to The Hitch on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and leave us a review while you're there. I'm Janice Dillard.
1: And I'm Dan Sinker.
0: And we'll see you on the road.